Yeah, we're making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan, rocking a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans, just making power moves, ripping heaters and chugging paps. Now he lied with no class, blowing shit up and chasing ass. Yeah, we're making power moves. Yeah, we're making power moves. Right to a Detroit. And we're group. back. Welcome so to Power Moves, American episode dude. 200 and Tizzo. I'm your host, Mike Burns. You're welcome. And joining me all the way from Los Angeles, California, it's the host of the Hunk Podcast. It's the author of The Perfect Amount of Wrong. It's your boy, Mike Barado, Bradenstein. Oink, oink. What's up, pigs? Yeah, there it is. There it is. It's, you know, it's real when you hear, what's up, pigs? That's when it's really come back. And uh, is there a, like, is there a, like you're on your computer with your Zoom. Are there filters that make your face look better? You want my you you think my face looks terrible and you need no, me to no your you know, your face looks good and like oh, yeah. Vince's always looks good and I know he's on his computer I think it's a better camera because mine makes like with with all the windows open I get like a little shiny like it's it's not this like no me- you got no you got like salt stains from the winter this is. By the way, I, I can't speak for Vince, who probably Salt looks stains. like looks looks. Vince probably looks like a whole bunch of shit. Not <laughs> your boy. I will tell you this: not one, but two people in one week. wasn't this week, but it was in one week. Told me I had amazing skin. So, why don't you and Vince take your old wrinkly faces and sh- fucking suck my fucking dick? I just I don't know because I, I I think it's a there's a lighting and camera thing that's going on here. Nope, that's that's your old booze bag ass face. I've been good. That's that's just your old wrinkly Clint Eastwood ass face. I've been good. I've been good. I put in. I use an. Oh, they don't have what they don't have lotion inside that bottle of booze. Oh my god, I've been using serum. I've been using a different moisturizer. Uh, my skin looks fabulous in other lighting, but this particular this angle. QAnon, this is why QAnon thinks Hollywood's got uh, drinks the blood of babies because, like, that's <laughs> that that salt stain on the car of your face doesn't happen. <laughs> I've been good about the booze. I've been good. I've been drinking um babe wine. I've been drinking this Sauvignon Blanc. It's called I Don't Mind If I Do. It's a nine percent alcohol for like for wine, and there's eighty five calories a serving. It tastes just like wine, but it's no way less sugar. And 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 like we've discussed before, I I hit my bedtime sleepy time TV time pen a few times, and then I don't care about booze, but I like to have a cocktail so. I haven't drank in seven years, and this motherfucker is asking me if pussy. I have a filter on what my camera. <laughs> He's like, how come your face doesn't look disgusting? <laughs> no, I, I noticed it on, on all these. It is because I'm getting blasted. Also, I did curse the other day the cold because 
my face was all like pink and blown out because I was outside like doing something on my car. And I was like, yeah, that's why. That's why. Not the soft blanc you've been been housing. Oh, no, I'm good. I've been good. I've been going to since we've I've I've been going to yoga twice a week. I'm I'm all cleaned up. I'm in a real I'm really like pushing hard to be good. (laughs) Fucking love yoga, by the way. It's do you? Oh, it's incredible. It's my it, you remember when I started to golf and I was like golf, 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 golf. And now I've gone because I can't oh. golf, I've gone full yoga, yoga, yoga. Let's learn everything about yoga. Read stuff. Are you like flex are you flexible? No, that's why I started to go. Well, part of it was part of oh, Okay. I am I'm in I am for this. Whatever this is, I'm for, I started going back to the gym. I have you know. The shaved face uh, fucked my head so bad. The inside of my head is as wrinkly and fucking garbage as your actual face. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I, it fucked me up to like to look like that. And so I was like, I got to do something. I yeah. can't just wi- I can't just wish. I got to fucking decide. So I <laughs> you started, know. started going back. You know, the longer you wait, the worse it gets. The worse it's oh, going boy. to be. You know that how I don't even remember how long do you have to go to the gym before you're not sore that day and multiple days. Like I'm I did arms. I did upper body today. I feel like I got fucking just wet. Just beat someone like Joe Pesci beat the shit out of me with like a, <laughs> yeah. with like a fucking crowbar. Shit, dude. You could be looking at a month before that before you really. OK, but then that's when you switch up your program a little bit. Yeah. So you get the soreness still... back. I remember asking like a friend of mine, Bucky, my, my my cop friend, Bucky, who I went to high school with, who's like jacked. And he's like, no, you shouldn't be sore. You should just be getting a pump. Try to get a pump every day. Yeah, that's what I, I switched mine on Monday, like Monday's Monday's chest and tries Tuesday's Ashtanga yoga, yoga, Ashtanga, yoga, Ashtanga, Ashtanga sounds right. Yoga to Wednesday is back and buys. Thursday is off because I'm fucking destroyed. And then Friday is either yoga or shoulders and cardio. So you're doing two yogas a week? Yeah. And it was like I was going to start going back to therapy for my brain. And then I was tying my sh- No, I was cutting my toenails. And I was like, fuck, man, my hamstrings are tight. My back is sore doing this. I'm like. This isn't you don't have to feel this way. So I'm like, all right, let's try yoga. Let's go to a good like fucking real yoga studio with the lights down. It's 85 degrees. They're fucking meditating and shit. And let's call that therapy also. And it's cheaper. Let's do both of those things. But you're going to therapy and you're doing no, yoga I, slash meditation. I didn't. I did. I have not gone back to therapy I'm doing the yoga in lieu of therapy to see if that works. Because as we've discussed, I go to therapy and it's some dumb motherfucker that knows less about psychology than I do. And I, I and he tells me stuff that I'm better at giving advice for or get. So it's like I walk out of there like, yeah, I feel good. I dump my guts out, but you didn't fucking help me. And this cost me 50 bucks as a copay. I go to fucking yoga for 20 bucks, 17 bucks, and I get flexible i get leaner muscle and i get my brain fixed and it's fabulous how long have you been how long have you been doing yoga uh i think i've been to 10 sessions now so whatever that is over a month month and month and a week so five weeks 
Five weeks of yoga. Five and, weeks of yoga. And now totally addicted. Like I get excited. Like I have to go. Even more so than the gym. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Like I have a I have a I'm skipping on Friday, so I'm gonna go to regular gym because I have a date at five thirty. And I was like, look, you can't you need to live life still. You can't hold to this because you're a psycho. But I'm already like, but I wanna go to yoga. <laughs> okay. I, Okay, so I'm just going to put this out there as a hypothetical. I'm not asking you to give me your opinion. I'm saying hypothetically, what's the butt situation at in yoga? the yoga? At yoga? Yeah. Man, I'm trying yeah. to be respectful in there. That is a... I said hypoth- hypothetically. Hypothetically, everyone who does yoga, I'd say a good portion of people who do yoga are in very good shape and care about themselves. They're higher value people. And that's the other the other thing I wanted to go do. I was like... I live in a small town and I've expressed my frustrations to you with finding people that actually like care about themselves or or like stuff that's of a of that's of a higher value or culture level than what I'm experiencing. And probably that's not affecting me well. So I go in there. I'm usually the only dude. It's it. Everyone's super zen and nice. And like I'm like, oh, these people are all happy because they take care of themselves and they let this this practice of yoga to bleed out into the rest of their life and the way they take care of themselves with their food and their just in general breathing exercises you can do anywhere. And I'm doing all that shit. It's great. I feel super fucking good. Now, as a recovering Catholic, does it make you feel bad that uh, this satanic practice you're doing is going to send you to hell? (laughs) No, 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 I'm not concerned. I think I made that. I settled myself with, um, possibly going to hell way early on so if, uh, i'm not i know i'm not worried about that i'm a good person i'm go- i'm not going to fucking hell now you i was just kidding about your skin you look you you obviously look fantastic you have a cowl neck sweater on your hair looks pristine it looks it looks like your hairline is more pristine than what i remember so you look you look a little bit younger you look like uh you look like a handsome, like early stages of middle age Paul Newman. <laughs> now, yeah. yeah. And now, how many people in this great state of Michigan or in the uh, Saginaw area, the the good people, the real people of America? How many people in Saginaw? What percentage would you say, or Michigan in general, walking around telling the world, you know what? And they point at their own selves and they go, I give no fucks about this appearance. A good portion, a very good okay. portion. And now I, a lot of the now a lot of the listeners of this show, if they're anything like the the list uh, people who follow my comedy at all, they also look like you know what, Mike? Uh, I don't give any fucks about uh, this appearance. <laughs> Would you say that yoga is something that they could get into, or is that some really hard gay shit that would make them feel weird? <laughs> I um I think that comes down to your own confidence and your own masculinity, and they they talk take all comers. However, it is very warm in there. It's, I go to a, a hot yoga, and they specifically say, hey, dude, don't roll in here smelling like smoke or fucking cologne or any of that shit because it's going to get – and also don't show up dirty. Don't eat two hours before, and that's a, a stomach thing, but it's also, I'm sure, so you're not Farts. ripping ass. And um, <laughs> No, it's a, it's a very good experience. And I um, that's it, interesting. You brought that up. I was at a coffee shop today and the owner of the yoga studio was in there and she saw me. And she's like, oh, wow, it's 
really nice. It's nice to see you in your uh, like in real clothes. Like you know, I got jeans and whatever on. And it, it, I had that quick moment of like when you see a teacher from school mm-hmm. at the st- yeah. out in the real world. Because I look at her as like a like a leader, as a as a very mm. a, a person that like has power. Like she's very good yeah. at what she does, and and like yeah. I'm like oh wow yeah. And um, then I was talking to the boys. And I think I mentioned something like that. And they're like, oh, yeah, she probably really enforced how what a feminine dude you are with your with your aunt, your anti small town clothing attire. And um, you need to. And, the, and the, my buddy, Eric, he's like, you need to just look like shit. You need to wear like some Carhartt jacket you found in the garage and a lot of wear a lot of clothes that you haven't washed in a long time. You need to do that. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta stop with the fucking haircut because the hair does look incredible today. That fucking, that hairspray shit, man. It's, it's, it works. It's still. I, the problem is, I'm getting like down here further in the in the widow's bare widow's peak region. I'm getting like randoms that are growing out. <laughs> so I gotta make a choice whether to pluck or shave those. <laughs> Or just leave them for the other trees to grow in because they look, it looks ridiculous. You gotta line up your hairline like a 14 year old Puerto Rican boy. <laughs> I do not, but I discussed it with my hairdresser the other day, and she's like, Yeah, we could shave this, this widow's peak back like a quarter inch, but like you're gonna have to maintain that. And I was like, We don't want to go down that road, let's just leave it as is. <laughs> so, Carhartt is like, like a cool brand in LA by the way. Right. Like I know that I know that the connotation is different because it's functional, but I remember when I rolled into Chicago two summers ago wearing Crocs and everybody made fun of me because where they live, Crocs are for uh big fat sos who like Donald Trump and <laughs> like shit stained sweatpants to go shopping at the grocery store <laughs> on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad you still cough like you smoke a thousand packs of cigarettes. Well, that's, really good. <laughs> that's because I'm drinking Synergy Raw Kombucha with nine billion living probiotics, Brido. <laughs> wow. Ginger this guy is, this I, guy is a fucking Indian now. I've been doing all this, a lot of this stuff in for a long time in, in small increments, but I just swap. I literally swapped out going to the bar and shit. I'm like, why do you stop? You're, you're not meeting anyone to hang out with or like cool people at this bar. They're just young men sitting on an old, at an old man's bar waiting for his friend to t- time to die. Uh, hashtag Goo Goo Dolls. So I, I go to this, but, but now I've, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm making efforts. I like Namaste Burns. This is this is good. This is this is uh well, you know, you, full, <laughs> full, full, fully fully guru guru. You know how I like to I like to go extreme with things and um I I I've, I've also started making um tikka masala on yoga nights. <laughs> Oh hell yeah. You well in fairness you've always liked tikka masala. Uh, right. And then like garlic naan, you're probably not having that naan though, because you're probably taking in the carbs into account. But you probably say things like, "Well, I got a carb up for my for my lifts." Oh, I mean, I'm I exercise so much, I have to eat. Like, I eat an English muffin every morning, and then a bunch of rice with the with the tikka masala, and then I usually have carbless snacks throughout the day. And then after uh, uh, after dinner, it's all like peanuts and uncured ham and cheese and shit like that. 
fucking Mahatma Burnsy over here. I like this. Yeah, I figure I'm double dipping. I'm going to get I get the bulk on at the fucking gym and then and then I cut it and stretch it out, get lean at the yoga makes cut out the booze down. I'm down to like eight, 20, 80 percent less of what I was drinking before. And I changed the diet. Now, Mm -hmm. what sucks, Brido, is I'm old. So I'm going to do all this shit, and then, like, June's going to hit, and it's going to be, like, pool season. I'll be like, time to show off this shit, and I'm going to look the same goddamn way I did when I was drinking a 12-pack a day. No, you're, no, you're going to be you're gonna be leaned out. People are, the stri- are going to be like, ooh, the striations, they're going to say. And, <laughs> I don't think it's and you're going to be like, oh, yeah, it is. You're, look, at I see, I watch videos of Eddie Pepitone in the gym. You want to be that? I do love the Eddie videos in the gym. I, I, I mean, he must have had a come to Jesus moment. He somebody must have given him some sort of information. Yeah, like a doctor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not somebody. somebody a, a, a a medical doctor. Because I don't see him just fucking doing all this unless unless no, he had the come to Jesus. Great. Yeah, he if you follow I mean, listen, it's not pleasant on the eyeballs, but it's like a good feeling you get going, Hey man, Eddie Pepitone's in the gym. I, it, also it brings me I joy mean, how to old see was, those. How old was Boozebag Jake the Snake Roberts when he started doing yoga? Right. Uh, oh d- uh with Diamond Dallas. Yeah, DDP yoga saved a lot of lives and a lot of recovering uh hard up uh die hard booze bags like yourself with, yes. with the yoga i didn't even think of that i complete i forgot about ddp yoga yeah it makes total sense now because now i'm like when i leave there i don't do like my instinct is to go up to like the people and be like you're this is life-changing like i'm trying to be chill about but it's like this is fucking life-changing Go go figure. It's only been around for twenty thousand years or something. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But wasn't there like one guy who brought it to America and made it like a thing? Yeah, there's there's some documentary. His name's like his name's like Bikram or something, and or some guy trying to fuck everybody. There's one of those too. I think that guy might have might have tried to. There's a I looked up yoga documentaries. I'm gonna watch this one called Breath of the Gods on Amazon. But the majority of them were all all cult leader type dudes who tried to fuck everybody. <laughs> and I was like, well, well there, because of like new age shit. If you like back in the seventies or like or late sixties, when uh, like Vietnam had like disillusioned, like a whole generation of people, you could just be Charles Manson and be like, I got a new way of thinking it's Eastern. And the Beatles are like, check out this instrument. It's fucking the <laughs> beetle, beetle, beetle thing. And then uh, I can't think of the name of that. Uh, what's that called? Oh, uh, sitar? Sit- sit- sitar. sitar. Yeah. Like, it's like a guitar it's with like a- the worst list. Saying guitar with the worst list. Oh, it's my, it's my sitar. Yeah. Like, they just took the, a Eddie word and they put an S on. <laughs> Seti San Salen plays sitar. <laughs> Weird speech impediment. <laughs> that yeah. was sitar forever. <laughs> but, uh, I mean... Yeah, so it makes sense that a cult, like a white cult leader, or there's also that movie Kumare that um, there's a guy who produces a comedy show out here, was the producer of that. This guy starts a cult. It's a basically like a Hindu cult. Mm-hmm. This guy, a fake, yeah. a fake one that he starts to show how susceptible 
like people are to like this sort of shit. It was like one of the first like Netflix produced documentaries. Mm-hmm. It's called Kumare. It's like pretty fucking great. And that guy later did it was like a correspondent on Vice News. The guy that did it. It all makes it makes sense because it like I'm very strong willed and but like it is it is like spiritually altering. And if I was a weak willed sure. person, but even me, like if it was some like old yogi dude and he's like, I need you to stay after class and we need to work on some things nude. I'd be, this will be really good for you. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, OK, okay I guess I'll try it <laughs> like the beginning of a talk a chicken to bang in, in a porno or something like hey why don't you try and take off those uh those uh those tights that you have under your shorts and um like i think you get more motion okay oh I, those are those are mostly the yoga documentaries i've seen on pornhub <laughs> pornhub documentaries yeah like someone like the yoga instructor will get a hole in his trousers and uh, <laughs> accidentally and then somehow yeah and somehow the lululemons get a crotch hole and then oops you got your chocolate in my peanut butter if I if I was Lululemon, I would be like, "Hey man, don't put our uh, your dick through the hole in our pants and and her, help these women with their poses while you put your peen in their face till they suck till they suck it and stuff." No, I think it's more like that different strokes episode where Gordon Jump gets Dudley and uh, Arnold all nude at the bike shop, and he's like, "Hey, yeah, you just gotta live life and be happy, and like, hey, you know what's fun to make you happy." Eating ice cream and doing uh, shirtless poses and in your underpants, yeah. And then that's an episode of Different Strokes. You don't remember that episode? I mean, I'm a little. I don't. I don't really remember any episodes of Different Strokes. Gordon Jump, who was also the um, Amana repair man on commercials, if you recall that blue blue uniform type of thing, and he was also on WKRP in Cincinnati. He takes a guest starring role on Different Strokes as a bike shop owner, Mr. Hooper or something, I forget. And Dudley and Arnold come over. He feeds them ice cream, shows them a bunch of nude photos with like him having like nude parties with other people on, in these Polaroids. And they're like, wow. And then he Arnold gets free, Arnold gets freaked out. He takes off. And then poor Dudley, man, Dudley gets banged by um by the bike shop guy <laughs> on february 5th 1983 nbc aired the different strokes episode the bicycle man in which arnold and dudley become friends with the owner of a local bicycle shop unaware he is a pedophile mm-hmm. yeah it's and i i've always wanted to i did write this once as a sketch like for good lord like for a sketch packet i always love the idea of doing like an snl type sketch where what was the pitch for that? Like they're pitching ideas for the next episode. Like, okay, so I'm thinking in this one, you know, um, you know, Gordon jump, the actor, he kind of a sweet old man. What if we cast him as a bike shop owner who, uh, who fucks Dudley? Is that, what does everyone think about that? You know, different strokes. It's a fun show. It's also educational if the um, if the repairman from from tv fox dudley <laughs> and, that, and, and then the then the fucking eps at nbc were like yeah i think this could work <laughs> dudley does been saying it. that he he's been let's let's put that off mike that's a that's a good idea let's put that every week you're like someone's gotta fuck dudley i'm fucking i'm fucking sick of you cocksuckers 
putting a pin in my idea where Dudley gets. Fu- I need Dudley to get raped by Gordon Jump. <laughs> and Dudley's got to get fucked. I mean, we could get rid of Gordon Jump if you want. Bring in fucking Alan Alda. Alan Alda also cool if he molests Dudley. So. Just pick a guy, whatever. Mr. D could fuck him. I don't care. I need Dudley fucked on an episode coming up this season, or I'm out of here. I'm going to go work on Kate and Allie. Fuck this shit. Yeah, I mean, do they still do very special episodes of television, or is that a thing, like a specifically 70s and 80s thing? Mm. Um, I mean, everything seems mostly serialized now. So a very special yeah. episode tends to be like a bottle episode. I feel like they use a like an oddball kind of thing f- to fill that niche. But that's usually a cost issue. When, a, when you see a bottle episode like on Sunny or something, the gang's all trapped in a safe for the night. That's because they're they're pocketing money on that episode so that they can use like a fucking Van Halen song or do an episode where they're... Where like the gang hits the slopes and they got to do a location shoot on a mountain, so they they do a bottle episode, which is one set, a whole thing, except for maybe a cold open setup, and then they saved fucking four hundred thousand dollars on that shoot, so they take all that money and they use it for fun stuff they want in bigger episodes. Was the catching the fly episode of Breaking Bad a bottle episode? Um. I mean, they're in, they're locked in the, it's Jesse and Walter and they're locked in the, yes, that would be a bottle episode. They're locked in that wags basement. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whatever his name was. Gail. Yeah. It's all just, it's all just dialogue and it's all just a couple people talking. It doesn't cost anything. Oh, that was like the only episode of that show where I was just like, fuck, fuck you. It is notoriously the worst episode of Breaking Bad. And it was like. Because you waited all fucking week to see that. Yeah. So you wanted yeah, yeah. some shit to happen. You didn't yeah. have like Amazon putting four out at a time or Flix putting out the whole season at a time. You had to wait and they spoon fed you this fucking fly episode. <laughs> and then you're you're just like, it's blue ball city. And then you're just like oh. sitting there. You've been edged and you can't bust until next fucking week. That in the days of like waiting for Breaking Bad or waiting for Game of Thrones, if they give you an episode where nothing happened, you wanted like you were just pissed. Yeah, yeah, you'd you'd be, but you'd always be, yeah, but that was all like set up for next week because next week, next week's gonna be crazy. And then it and would, it and then maybe it was, but if it wasn't, you were yeah. just like, mm. <laughs> I mean, with Breaking Bad, yeah, they're like, oh, they this week they're gonna kill Arya or something, right. And a lot of times, some of those bigger shows like that, they would have, like the penultimate episode. Penultimate episode would be the big one, and then the finale wouldn't have like as massive of payoffs. It would just be a lot of setup for the next season. That was also when, kind of a limp dick situation. When I remember watching it in our old living room on Kensington, when when Thrones kills Sean Bean. And my jaw just like hitting the floor because it was like, it's like how people must have felt when Janet Lee gets murdered in Psycho. She's mm-hmm. the star of the movie. Yeah. Like, you know, or Drew Barrymore getting killed in Scream. The only person you know gets murdered. Like, 
So it was like a, oh, fuck. That was like, to me, that was like the, oh, fuck. They'll kill anybody. Mm -hmm. Like, moment. Yeah. I like that. I like that tension that a show, it's like, we got guns aimed at all these motherfuckers. (laughs) Don't... Dude, don't don't sleep on it. We'll, we'll fucking we'll whack any bitch on this fucking show. They killed Sean Bean in the second in the penultimate episode of season one. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just like that. That dude was on fucking like Lord of the Rings. They killed that guy. Yeah, well, we don't care about Sean Green. <laughs> Sean Sean Bean. I like Sean Green. Yeah. Sean Bean, that bitch ass, you fucking whacked. <laughs> yeah, he got he got. It's like when Big Pussy got whacked on Sopranos. Oh yeah, yeah, got whacked off. He whacked off Big Pussy. He whacked off Big Pussy. What a great name! Incredible, incredible. You got no one ever talks about Thrones in the pantheon of great shows, and I'm not sure why. Maybe because it ended. People like to make fun of how it ended, but come on. That show is fucking bonkers. Oh, it was it was appointment TV, and we don't have that for for the most part anymore. People are saying good things about Shogun. Oh, I'm so steamed because I don't have an app that gets Shogun, like it's on Hulu or something. So last last night I caught it on Sling playing on FX, and they don't have it on demand on FX. So. I hit record series, hit the re- hit reruns and new ones, and it just recorded like the second one. So now I got to hope, I got hope that next week they replay episode one, but I don't think they will. They'll play two and three, and I'm going to have to scrounge for what's one. If I can get it all free, I'm not getting Hulu or Paramount or any of that shit. Yeah. I mean, I, I was one of those few people that watched Succession but never thought it was good. I enjoyed it. But I think I got, I let it go for too long, and I sometimes think I should get dip back in and watch the last, I don't know, season or two that I didn't watch. But in my head, like, I just picture the same shit happening all, all the time. It, it, just, that's what it is. cocksucker, fuck you. Yeah. And, yeah. and I forget that, you know, I, I like looking at Shiv, which is, well, I think in retrospect was probably my main draw to the program was Shiv and in suit pants. So that's like, still yeah, there. Shiv, Shiv, Shiv would do the suit pants. Yeah. <laughs> Babe in suit pants oh. and heels, Ben. Woo. Yeah, they would. They like to show her butt. And I understand why. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, they. They, they know the rest of the was, show is kind of shit. And <laughs> we got to have some would, butt in here. I mean, if you don't think Kieran Culkin is the funniest person alive, then the show kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. if you don't think that that dialogue is inherently hilarious, it's because it's kind of maybe I hang out with comedians, but everybody I know is funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Kendall being like a douche, he's just enough. I liked. I don't know. Like, there was just nothing about that show other than like rich people shit. Oh, I would like to do that. That like drew me to that show. It's like, yeah, they really showed a loveless marriage really well with Shiv and Tom Wobbs Gams or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I I should dip back in because I'm a little dry on TV right now. If I can't get Shogun to work, I I thought about doing Warrior, but. I heard this season of True Detective was really good with Jodie Foster. 
I I just not horny for it though. It just yeah. Jodie Foster in a town that's like dark all the time. That means the show's dark all the time. That's my main issue. Is that it will look so matte and non-texturized that I won't be able to hold my attention when I I don't start watching TV like that until ten ten thirty at the earliest, and you know that's usually when I drink my lady wine and I take a couple hits of a hybrid and I need something that that I want to watch, not like I'll try to watch this. I I feel you. Yeah, when you when you dip into the the THC, it makes viewing uh like you got to you got to make a decision. Right. And I burned through a lot of shows that were really pleasurable in that situation, like uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I liked. Um, I think of what else. A lot of like stand-up specials are not fun unless I'm a little bit dumb. Like I can't just sit there eight o'clock at night and watch a stand-up special. There is one stand-up special that is on my uh, tube. On your hoob. Uh, on my power tube. Mm-hmm. Oh, but uh, I'll. D- we could. I mean, we could fast forward to that now. Save it. Save it. Save yeah. it. Okay. Eh, let's, let's just do it. Let's just do. Let's do power tube. What you watching, Brido? Okay, so the Rory Scoville on on Max. I mean, it's it's everything I wanted. I've seen him work out that material around L.A. and he would do it at my show when he my has show. this bit. He had well. I run a show on Wednesdays called Microdose that Rory does. Uh, My show. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's the show that I do. But uh, so uh, when he did the like, I, did you watch that one or no? No, I didn't, and I'll have a reason why. I watched Mike Epps, which um, started out fun, and but it would have been fun for fifteen minutes. Mike Epps, horrible, horrible writer. What a horrible joke writer. Unbel- he and he just jumps from premise to premise like fucking 70 premises sisses in the dur- in the duration of that special. Any me, you, pop, fucking CJ, Vin, anybody, name any of could have sat down with those jokes in a, a day and rewrote all of them very quickly. I mean, I'm talking rapid fire. I could rewrite that entire special with a pen and fucking wrapped around my dick like a fucking elephant trunk. Like a fucking, like it's not, it's so bad. It gets draining at the end of that fucking episode. And I was, wow. ta- I was talking to fucking, uh, I liked it. Don't get me wrong. See, this was a this was a car wreck I really enjoyed. But a couple of my buddies that watched it were like, this is so fucking bad. I'm angry watching this. The jokes are so fucking bad. And I was talking to McCarthy about it, Matt McCarthy, and he said that um, he goes, well, you, if you like that fucking dirty type shit, you'll love Rory's special. So I was like, well, I just watched the crap. I can't watch Rory until I have a breather for myself. And- okay. But- yeah, so he, the dirty shit is belly laugh funny. Um he, he does this one bit that, like, when he did it at Microdose, my show, my show, people were, like, falling on the floor laughing. He plays catch with 
um his dad like he he does like object work playing catch with his dad asking his dad if he's ever eaten his mom's pussy that's just what all i'll say i think i've it's, seen that somewhere dude it's like so he's so it's he the whole special is religious jokes and sex jokes and like little weirdo rory type asides that are just like only like a real fucking weirdo who doesn't he doesn't give a shit how it's supposed to go He's just going to be like a real weirdo. You know what I mean? Yeah. And but and you will you will like belly laugh at a lot of it. But then like two days later, you'll think like, man, that was a good joke about Catholicism. No, I, I'm 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 going I'm I'm saving that for when I'm in the mood. So I really enjoy it as opposed to not because it sucks to burn a fucking thing when you're not in the mood and you don't. You don't like it that the way that you should have. That said, I did watch the Donnell Rawlings stand. I heard that was bad, too. I like that. I thought that was pretty oh, good. Okay. Because that dude's voice is just hilarious. And it, after watching the Mike Epps special, I was like, oh, this is this is way better. This is quite good. And I liked it because it was like, it was like 39 minutes or something. And that's perfect. That's like... You don't need more than that. Some people can do more. Burr can do more. I'm sure Rory can do more. But if you're not like a strong fucking comic, like that Mike Epps special might have been palatable if it was 30 minutes, but it just got to be, <laughs> ugh, God, what do so, you... So what, what both of those things, Donald Rollins, I mean, he's been around forever. What that is is Chappelle swinging his dick around and being like, no, you're putting up my people. You're putting up Earthquake. You're putting up... Donnell, you're putting up yeah. like Lunell, yeah. you're putting up probably he, he'll probably do a Marshall Brandon special. Marshall Brandon uh dated Naja. Uh this is too inside baseball, mm, but mm. my wife my wife's best friend. And like so he would do he's a Donnell Rollins' opener and he's on tour with Chappelle. Chappelle's gonna do specials for like all the people that do his yeah, tour. Because and, and then Donnell the Mike Epps thing is Go ahead. Donnell probably like, hey, you know, like, hey, you want to make fucking six hundred thousand dollars? I need it. <laughs> Either way, whether one of them asks the other one, and he can. He puts Ch Chappelle presents and calls Netflix, who fucking will do what he wants because yeah. he, they make mm -hmm. he makes them a lot of fucking money, even though he they pay him a lot of fucking money. Oh, when he does his montage of celebs, like one of the people, <laughs> it's like he's it's like. Ted Sarandos is who he's hanging out with. <laughs> the CEO of Netflix. It's like cool. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's king shit over there. That's number one oh. on their phone. Oh, you know Sarandos? And it cost they pay him a lot of money, but it's also I mean, that's a fucking whole that's a bottle fucking movie. That's the whole thing is just fucking couple yeah. couple cameras. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they pay him. And then those yeah. people that came, they paid to get in. So but fuck that Rory one is really good. Yeah, it's I, like I hear that. That's I, like I keep thinking of. He says he says to the crowd like, um, "You guys seen these specials? Anybody can do them now. Yeah, you could. You could, any they let anybody do it. Now. <laughs> I mean, that's that'll probably be a Saturday thing for me. That feels like Saturday night. I mean, get high, have your wine, but you'll you'll really enjoy it. Right, Saturday night I could have like two bottles of wine and extra weed because I don't have to. 
get up and super function on Sunday, except for a couple hours of work. So that's a better night for that. Middle of the week, I, think I can't do that. Have you done the Shane Gillis special? I'm curious if you if you loved would it. like that. Fucking one. loved yeah, it. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah, I, I thought that'd be right up your alley. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking dirty and says things he's not supposed to and gives a dumb dumb smile. <laughs> it's it, it, I, it reminds me of my buddies. It's it's good. I mean, some people yeah. are offended by a lot of the shit he does. Like he got fucking. Ra- That's gonna happen. I know he got railed for uh, the SNL appearance. I was like. Come on, we still that was that was uh, I've talked about that with comedians. There's a unless they sweetened the laughs in the like the the YouTube, which I don't think so. Like he says, like oh, you're not gonna laugh at that. Like he doesn't. I don't know if these guys like him and Joe Coy, who did the Golden Globes and was like, oh come on, oh you guys aren't gonna laugh. Like he sounds like he's doing perfectly fine. Yeah. And I heard the Golden Globes thing was really bad. I did not watch it, but. Well, if you watch it, he's doing fine. And then he does the thing where he's like calls out a joke not working or they cut to somebody not laughing. Mm -hmm. It's really it's really weird um, psychologically how stand up is working now. It used to be no one liked stand up. So to go see it, you had to be like. You had to know like the nuances of it. You had to be like a dork to like comedy. Yeah. And so you knew all of like the things. Now, like this comic went up last night on my show and he did perfectly well, but he kept saying that the crowd was a bad audience. And like it made it like all anybody's gonna remember about him is that he had a bad set, even though he did fine. Mm-hmm. It's really weird, like it's actually to bring McCarthy back into it. I was doing a thing that I did a thing that bombed, and I said, "You guys are gonna hate this one." And then I did the joke, and they did hate it. And McCarthy's like, "They hated it because you told them that they were going to hate it." Yeah. Back, back in the day, I'd be like, "You guys are gonna hate this one," and like a really like well seasoned, smart Mark crowd would be like, "Give it to me, then I accept your challenge. Challenge accepted. Give it to me." Now, if I'm like, you guys are going to hate this one, they're going to be like, oh, because, like, I will hate it, you know? And then they do. And so he's like, Johnny Carson would always be like, you guys are a great audience. You guys are having a great time tonight. Because he was a magician, and if he implanted that into your head, Mm -hmm. like, the person listening to this right now, you are having a great time listening to this. (laughs) This is your favorite podcast. This is your favorite pot. You love both of us, especially Burns and his cow neck sweater that you are picturing with your dick in your head. <laughs> with my beautiful locks. <laughs> yeah, with his beautiful head of hair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like one of it's one of those things that if you just tell people the thing, they'll be like, "Yes, that is true. That is." If you, it's just like suggesting it makes it true now. So Shane Gillis is on SNL, and he's like, "Oh, you're not going to laugh at that." You can hear laughter. Right. But him going, oh, you're not laughing, makes you go, they didn't laugh at that. It's fucking weird how that works. We talked a hit on this before, but do you think it's part of society not having um, like self-deprecation is not the way yes. anymore? It's yeah, totally not. It's totally not 
Yeah. It's like, I look like my face got kicked by a donkey, but I feel good and I am handsome and I'm the best yeah. looking. It's like, ooh. Or like, I'm, they, I love my body. I'm like, I'm 420 pounds. I'm a model. I'm a sexy woman. Oh, baby. And it was like, okay, yeah, you look, you go. That was you a look beautiful girl. You that was look. a spot on Shane Gillis impression. I like that. <laughs> Yeah, there's so body positivity is one thing. They'll I still say I'm a fat piece of shit on stage and they let me do that. It like if it gets to if it's if they if they agree with you, they will let you do it. Shane Gills is like I look like I have down syndrome and they don't know what to do. <laughs> he does though. <laughs> yeah, like he said that he did that bit and they didn't like know they were kind of were like what? Yeah. I mean, you know, you know I mean, it's also like he, that's being shot in New York with people who are not necessarily fans of his. Also, they're probably a very heavily liberal crowd, like far left yeah. crowd. And yeah, it's, it's not like we, he's been performing at um, the mothership in Austin for like six months. Yeah. Which where he comes out Joe Rogan's club. So he comes out and they're like, fucking yeah. Oh, and then so he goes and does SNL and they're like, you know, polite, <laughs> polite. <laughs> yeah. I can and like, see that. and then like Joe Coy's doing like this, the fuck fucking crypto.com arena. Like he's doing, he's doing Joe Lewis arena. And then like, he's supposed to do like the Beverly Hills hotel corporate gig for the golden globes. Mm-hmm. And he probably feels like he's eating shit. Cause it's not, 10,000 Filipino motherfuckers for like sure. going nuts. For sure. Yeah. They're not used to it. It's like, I feel like. It's like the day the laughter died. He walked into a bar, Dice Clay walked into a bar that they didn't give a shit about him. And he went and did his Dice Clay shit. He's got, if you only perform in front of your fans, like everything else is death. Yeah. I, that was, I always look back on the Montreal shows that I did. And I was so used to the ramp up and the shows that I did to get there that were fucking smoking. And then a couple of those shows I did were just clunkers. And I was doing material that I thought was safer and like better. You know, it was not not what I and I felt like that. They were fine. It was fine. But I walked off every one of those shows except for the last one, just feeling like eh, like they weren't they hated me. The last show I did there, I dumped my set. I did all my fucking wacky uh, dirt ball fucking stuff. Just like confident, like, here's some shit I'm going to say. Big dumb smile. Fucking, that was the best show. I was like, I should have just said fuck everyone and done what I wanted to in the first place once I got there. Because once you're there, fuck it. But yeah. Then if you do bad, then your reps are gonna be like, "Why didn't you do it this joke?" I'm like, "What's up, fucking? We can't compare." Yeah, they have to like they are hyper. Yeah, like because their reputations on it's like a lot of it's there's so much built into that, and I don't even know. I haven't been to that festival since 2009, so I don't even know if it's that way anymore. Who knows? Because like certainly, certainly people aren't. And you know what? Maybe industry is there because I don't see industry at shows unless they're all at the comedy store and I never go there. Like, I don't see a lot of industry at shows like when when we were when we first moved to L.A., like 
there'd be agents and managers and shit at shows. But like, I don't see that ever. Yeah. yeah I think it's, it's a whole different animal. I like, I can't even begin to think that I understand how that fucking industry works now. Because I, I it might be that there are no gatekeepers. Like that's all pretendy time. Yeah. It's, now. All, so, like, it's all social now. What's your number on here? That's going to be your draw. Then where you go. It don't matter. I remember good. I was I was trying to put in a word for Ryan Connor, our friend Ryan, who's hilarious. Right. With with Geary and at the lodge. And Geary goes, Don't give me credits, give me socials. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I I get it. I understand because it's a business and it's not a bar show. That's the difference. It's not a bar show. Yeah. So he's gonna do well, but is anybody gonna asses and seats, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. You got a bar independent show that's free or whatever, five bucks or something. And you fucking Yeah, I love this dude. This dude's hilarious. He doesn't even have Instagram, but I'm gonna put him on because Yeah. It's the old school way. But when it's a business, you can't just have your friends on who you think are funny and then well, we yeah. can't pay the heat bill this week. Right. Yeah, there's a the show that our friend John came down for sold zero tickets. And he was like, is there anything I can do to save that show? And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, this is just it's how it is. Sometimes no, this happens. You, you're done. <laughs> you're done. Yeah. You're done. Like it's um, it's this isn't fuck around time. No. Like this isn't fuck around time. No, like anymore. No, no, and, and uh, I get it. So both of us work behind the scenes in comedy now. So you, the name of the game is numbers, and I, I want to, I want butts in seats. That's what I care about. It's really, it's really interesting though, because like, what gets your numbers up, and what it's like. So everybody's just kind of chasing what they think the last person did, which makes it kind of sad in a way, like. I read an article in the LA times about crowd work videos like Matt, Matt Reif and Trevor Wallace and this woman, Hannah Burner, who do, who got like pretty good size audiences doing crowd work videos and yeah, Hannah everybody Burner's else. Huge. The, all of I mean, all of those, she's the least huge of the three. Right. It's just that you're not a teenage girl. Like Matt Reif is huge and awful. And Trevor Wallace is huge, but like, uh, it's, you know, it's become a thing that everybody posts crowd work videos now. And so Trevor Wallace, I think in the article equates it to fast fashion. And mm-hmm. I thought that you would find that like analogy yeah. interesting. Like that's, everybody's just trying to do their shitty fucking version of that. Right. Like, like now, if everyone started wearing, um, Von Dutch hats again. It wouldn't last. Yeah. It would last for like a month. And then that joke or irony of wearing the Von Dutch hat would go away and the luster will wear off. It's like when Walmart put out flannels in 1994 and you're like, well, this is done. <laughs> Walmart, you ruined flannels. I don't think that's possible. Uh- I mean, they put out like grunge flannels. You know what I mean? Like it, it was like uh, right trying right, to be right. trying to be like a Seattle rocker type yeah. of thing. They yeah. didn't. Nobody was selling those shirts like until 
grunge came around and their dads worked at like the Aberdeen log mill, you know? <laughs> right. It's like you go to Target or something and they've got Metallica t-shirts and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, well, these, I, I like this shirt. I want to buy this shirt, but it's not like. It's from here. It's not the, sh it's everyone has this. It's not like when you had a retro vintage 80s yeah. shirt that was like falling apart and like oh it's fucking awesome t-shirt no they had like a purple rain shirt at target i was like oh yeah and i was like no i can't do this <laughs> right because there's you're gonna see a whole bunch of them it's not special anymore yeah you see that nirvana shirt with a smiley face like all over town you can't have that shirt I, one of my this i had this memory of this that pops up all the time it's me and you were going into caesar's palace for that HBO festival and mm. Brian um, Posein Posein was ahead of us line in line checking into the hotel and he turns around and you know, you've met him here and there but he goes oh is that a vintage Motley tee oh that's so cool got a Motley Crew um, too fast for love T-shirt on and because it, it was real it was old and beat up and faded but now. Oh. If I saw like a hot topic Def Leppard t-shirt, I might say, hey, like they're fucking Def Leppard t-shirt. But I wouldn't be like, oh my God, where the fuck did you get that from? No, there was a girl that came into the lyric the other night. Um, she was wearing like a 19, a dead ass 1991 Black Crows tee. Hot. That. And I go, where the fuck did you get that? She goes, this was my dad's and it's falling apart. I had to sew it. Here, here, and That's here. But like a, the answer that uh, you should give another person for, you know. Yeah. But now it's, well, I got this from uh, from Walmart. <laughs> I got this. Right. If, so if she was walking in wearing like a brand new Black Crows tee, like, no, it's like, like, okay, they're <laughs> yeah, good. It's, 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 that's a cool shirt, but yeah, there's no like history to it. No, but your dad's like 1991 dead stock, uh, I guess not that worn, I guess vintage. Yeah. I saw some influencer fucking real the other day. The dude had on a, a Def Leppard t-shirt and he's this nerdy ass fucking guy. I don't subscribe to him, but he pops up in my reels all the time. It's like a advice type guy. And it was like, motherfucker, you, you like fucking Jen, whatever you are guy. Like you're not a fucking fan of Def Leppard. I'm a fan. For some yeah. sugar on yeah. me. I have, I, have hysteric, I have hysteria and pyromania on 180 gram. I have all the fucking tapes. Like, I fucking like Def Leppard. You don't. <laughs> there's no way. You're, you might pop on something for a goof, but there's no way you, like, actually like Def Leppard, you fuckface. Man, when I was a kid, my dad, uh, he was a middle school computer like a keyboard teacher he taught kids qwerty yeah and he moved from my middle school to the other one from central to west middle school and in the west middle school gym i would go and just like shoot hoops if my dad had to work on a weekend he'd be like you want to come by the gym and i would love to go to that gym shoot hoops like play like we played baseball catch in there like sometimes like in that window of the west middle school gym for probably my whole life, and I don't know when it happened or whatever, one of the students carved into the window Def Leopard. <laughs> like spell it huge. Right? It, spell it right? Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was just there my whole life. 
that when you went to that gym in that fucking in the top windows that no one could get to some fucking kid with who loved Def Leppard. <laughs> so cool. I can't I can't <laughs> I can't think of Def Leppard without thinking about how somebody defaced Muscatine West Middle School uh in in the fucking eighties. <laughs> yeah. Still rocking. Leopard. Yeah. Still rocking. They're <laughs> they're playing they're touring and I think it's I think it's Def Leppard and like Great White or something. And I got no time for De- for Great White to see them perform an entire set. So we have to have to pass. I wish it was something better. I think they might have some dates with Motley Crue, but I don't know if that's here. I love play- play- how fun was playing catch in a fucking gym. Like oh, the- yeah, we would do that. I, I sometimes they you could get the balls that were slightly softer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, we, we would do that. But I had a pitching coach uh ron reifert he was my pitching coach and so uh he he got drafted like he was like amazing and then he got polio but like he taught me how to pitch and i would go in there what year was this he was old like he was like you know one leg yeah he was an old he was a baby boomer or slightly older than a baby boomer vaccines for that or something yeah like your dad and everybody like yeah. your dad's generation had that big chunk taken out of the shoulder. No, it was that they that's where they injected the shot and the shot was so toxic that it just like ate away the skin where the needle went in. Is that what it was? Yeah. Because like everybody's got that thing. Yeah. But yeah, he, this guy was like slightly older. He's still alive, but like uh, he was slightly older than my dad. And he was like the greatest. Like if you look at all the records of the baseball like my high school's baseball team this guy's got him and he went to the university of iowa and was like i think he pitched a no hitter there like he was amazing and he got polio unbelievable yeah fucking polio fuck polio i know polio <laughs> to get like those fuck cancer t-shirts one that says fuck polio <laughs> i mean there's i i i think polio started coming back cuz these parents who are like my my kids going to get asperger's if i <laughs> asperger's if, if I give him any sort of inoculation, I used to do that on stage that I was going <laughs> to open up a restaurant called Asperger's. That's like Hooters, but um, they serve burgers instead of wings. And um, and all the chicks have like that that butt cleavage on the top and bottom. But also all the all the waitresses have Asperger's. <laughs> You're naming like a place that I would love. They all have Asperger's. They all they all remember exactly what I ordered. <laughs> their shoes are all untied. They look smoking hot, but they can't tie their shoes. <laughs> Just all these little these little discrepancies all the time. They just say like little facts to you for no reason. <laughs> WrestleMania two was Hulk Hogan versus King Kong Bundy. WrestleMania three was Hulk Hogan versus Andre. The You're like, okay, if, this is cool, but what? If some smoking chick at fucking at this burger place I liked that had her butt hanging out started ripping off cool wrestling facts, I'd be like, oh my god, this is the hottest chick ever. Yeah, now that I, t- I mean, the shoes <laughs> untied. I guess we'd work on that. We'd do get them some Velcro sneaks and get we'd slip you know, on Vans. Give them a slip on Van. They're just always saying what's on their mind. I can see your boner. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, this sounds like a Asperger's. We should pitch not this. a lot of Asperger's. We're trying to 
give some employment to the Asperger community. I mean, if you have a if you have a thick dumper and uh, Aspergers, <laughs> I mean, look no further. I think this this might be the time. This might be the time if that if that's something that's affected by um, vaccines not being taken <laughs> as a child. Or, I mean, or given if, what what have you whatever reason what if we're get having to the a hard time if we're having a hard time like like keeping employees and stuff we're gonna have to make sure nobody gets polio if you know what i mean <laughs> well, just we're we'll, have to start injecting people filled with the vaccine we'll call some lobbyists i'm sure they can get it yeah. done <laughs> we need to uh start giving speeches at schools we need these asperger's kids <laughs> to start doing squats at the gym eating a lot of corn you gotta eat way oh my God. a lot of corn and a lot of protein and a lot of squats and uh don't don't shy away from the white bread ladies don't shy for away. the record i want to i also want to point out that i'm kidding and i don't know how offensive this might be to somebody who knows somebody or oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah yeah it's 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 uh it's, it's, it's there's a line there somewhere i don't think we're jumping over it but we're definitely walking there right and i uh to be fair don't really know I did when yeah. I used to do the joke. I used to have references, but I don't, I'm not really sure what the what complications come from that ailment. It really shows my uh, ignorance on the subject. And before you attack me online, just know that I uh, am just an ignorant piece of shit. And I thought it would be funny to yes and a joke and mostly focus on the <laughs> butt aspect. Yeah, I don't see a problem with it. Also, come on, it's Asperger's. If that was a real restaurant, that's funny. Whether you know someone or you have someone in your family with that, it's it's a fun it's a funny restaurant that could exist. It'd be absurd. The t the t shirt is the C grade in the window. <laughs> C. No, no, no. We're putting a but there's going to be a butt in there somewhere. Oh, you know what? We take the B, we flip it on it upside down, and then we have that's uh-uh. the, and then that's the butt. You know, I'm surprised uh, just as the the absolute pig person in me is surprised that now that boobs are kind of passe and for, you know, Gen X and millennials, <laughs> uh, there's not like a butt themed restaurant, e- even though probably like butts is where poop comes out and that's got to cause some problems. This has got to be pitched at some point because like Hooters, they do wear butt uh, pants, mm-hmm. but... You know, Hooters were like big, big, big boobs were like more popular in the 80s. Right. Yeah. Now, 90s. Yeah. Now it's like you can have a, a small boob with a butt is what is what um society craves. They also like well, butt um, stuff, though. They love eating butts. Butt stuff's very popular. So butt, butt stuff is all the rage. It's all the rage. Everyone found out that you could you could lick or have your butthole licked and. Oh my God! It's like a whole brand new thing you didn't know that you could. Yeah, this do. was a whole this was a whole whisper campaign on the ass ass eating. People were in the closet about their <laughs> ass eating, or they you know they would say it and, and, and wait for a response, and people didn't know if they should admit it or not. I don't um, think I don't <laughs> I don't know if people are are taking the proper precautions for that. I think that because of because of the yeah. because of pranos, you're just like a doodle just. Obviously, there were no plans to have intercourse with this person, but now you're just in the middle of the day ripping their pants down and going straight to the butt like you have no fucking clue. And she didn't know this was going to happen. 
So that yeah. that could that could not be a great situation there. It could be okay, but it's not like the you not the level that you want it to be at. And I'm going to assume that all these dumb young kids eating each other's butt are just rampant with all kinds of uh, intestinal problems from the from from all the microbes and shit they're getting from fecal matter and pink eye and yeah. all that shit has to be going through going crazy in the in high schools oh, and yeah. colleges. <laughs> Yeah, the gut bacteria that we have, like, yeah, all of these kids are just bummed out from social media. Everybody under 30 is bisexual and genderless and eating other people's buttholes. <laughs> and I don't know what's going to happen to these kids. <laughs> no, there's no way to know. There's no way to know. I mean, one has to assume it's what's what's next? Because the I mean, the only the only like the, the, the butt was like they the last all thing. agree on. They all are bisexual and eating ass. The only thing that they all agree on is they will eat anyone's ass. <laughs> Anyone under 30 will, you walk up to them and be like, will you eat anyone's ass? And they're like, I'm glad you asked. I am under 30. And yes, I will eat anyone's asshole. Also, they are not allowed to judge if, um, if there's an odor problem in the asshole area, because that would be mean. That wouldn't be nice yeah. to say. So you just, you, you close your eyes, you hold your breath and you, and you go in there and try to avoid the rotten vegetable soup smell coming out of that stinker. You just yeah, fucking I, I do can't. it because otherwise you're canceled. You're canceled. If you don't eat sweaty swamp asses. Yeah, you can't comment on the taste and odor of nope. the asshole. Not that's not it's not inclusive. You can't do that. That's not chill. It's not chill, man. That's, hey man. That's 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 bad vibes. Hey, hey man. I was talking to Becky the other day and you said you guys went out for a Cincinnati style chili. And then um afterwards <laughs> afterwards she had to use the bathroom and that's human. That's human. She had to use the bathroom. It's natural. It's human. It's not weird. You can't make it. And then, I, and then you went home with her, and um, she asked if you would please, said please, consume her asshole. And you said no. And she said, why? Because you said, why? Well, you, I saw the toilet paper in that restroom. It was that one-ply cheap truck stop shit, and there's no way that dumper's clean. So I said no. And like, dude. Not a not a chill move. Um, yeah, we're a couple of us are getting together and we're trying to decide what to do with you. I, we might have to get you removed from school because Becky, with her with her swamp ass, doesn't feel comfortable <laughs> being around you. And maybe yeah, to be fair, part of it's on her. Maybe she should she shouldn't have got it five ways, but uh, maybe she should have skipped the onions and the. The bean, but regardless, it's ninety percent of this is on you, Gary. What do you suppose is the food? The food, uh, you know how you should eat a bunch of pineapple if you supposedly if you want your gum mm. to taste good. What's the best um, ass eating food? Just candy, <laughs> Mike and Ike's, like Skittles. Mike and Ike's Skittles, just all Skittles. Oh yeah. <laughs> All up, man. I knew that I was going out with uh, with Samantha tonight, so I've had for the past forty eight hours. All I've eaten is Skittles, <laughs> farting rainbows, baby. Mmm, mmm. I just had 
Yes, all you eat is starbursts. <laughs> it's all my stomach's all bound up with this. This is Starbucks. probably information that people have. Like, if you're gonna eat, like in pornos, I guess, like if they're having like an <laughs> ass eating scene, I guess for like three straight days before that, they all just eat nothing but Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> there's, there's this deodorant they sell on TV, and now I've noticed that the other brands are mainstream brands are making it its way into the stores for full. Oh bo- yeah, full body the women deodorant. for women, they're like they're like anywhere, and they're like. Oh yeah, they make it for, anywhere. They make they, it, they, make it for dudes. It's called hashtag not sponsored Mando, I believe, and it's you put it in your pits, your vag, your butthole, your balls, whatever, and it's supposed mm-hmm. to have like seventy two hour odor stoppage. Is that mm-hmm. a byproduct of people eating asses and needing their shit to be clean just in case a porno style ass eating out contest happens in the middle of a Tuesday when when your uh, your babysitter comes over? <laughs> I mean, it's gotta be. By and by the way, uh, I was I was talking about some Gen Z comedian that I thought was funny. I forget who. And Victoria goes, "Oh, what do they talk about? The intersectionality of eating ass." <laughs> That's also could be a very popular. Um, could be a reason why it's popular. Is like everyone's by and everyone bones everybody, and the the common denominator. Every- Everybody got a butt. Yep. Yep. Assholes are like opinions. Yes. Any bisexual <laughs> Gen Zer can eat it. Yeah. There's no judgment of the peen size or the shape of the J, the 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 bombs, the anything. No, no, no. The there's gonna be there's gonna be butthole opinions. There's going to be, but I mean, overall, there you probably haven't well maybe these kids have you probably haven't eaten like a laundry list of buttholes where you really are like well you know i kind of like them when they're like more like um like a rabbit nostril like no actually i don't like i like it meatier i like a beefier meatier like something you'd find (laughs) like you ever see those videos where they go to the bottom of the ocean and they find some shit under a rock that doesn't have eyeballs mm. and it's it's mm-hmm. it's never been seen on camera before. I want that kind of asshole. I want like a <laughs> deep sea I asshole. I don't know if like the close up of a butthole is ever gonna make my make me like aroused. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> just that, <laughs> just yeah. No no context. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, girl, you look like the Sarlacc pit from fucking Return of the Jedi. Sarlacc pit. Ooh, girl, you're what killed Boba Fett. Ooh, we. You motherfucker, you better eat my Sarlacc pit right now. Yeah. I got to go to the ass dentist to get those teeth removed, but until then, you're just going to have to suck it up and be careful around those incisors. I mean, these kids probably got nicknames for like, like, oh, you going with uh, Soupy Sally? Uh, again like she she eats she just see her eating like a cream of mushroom soup and they're like oh that's gonna be soupy it's gonna be a delicious it's gonna be a delicious broth soupy sally you gonna you see like this girl you got the hots for eating like a big sloppy burger and you're like oh <laughs> Yeah, she's hot, man. But I know this guy who went out with her, and he says the back door is like a bunch of pop birthday balloons with acne, and you don't want to get into that situation. 
Oh man, I heard her assholes red hot. What? <laughs> no, she it's, like a, it's, it's a physically hot to the touch. You can, bur- you can burn your face up on her hot asshole. <laughs> I don't know any of this shit because I'm I'm a fucking square ass Gen Xer. Well, I can't talk. I can't talk because I went out with this babe and she was into into munching it. And she said my asshole looked like someone put their fist through some drywall, and like it's not fucking nice at all. It's like I, I take. <laughs> I don't I, know what my asshole looks like. It could be amazing. I looked at mine like a like when I was like I remember once I don't know how old I was, eighth grade or sixth grade or something. I remember my mom had one of those handheld mirrors, and I was like, let's see what what does this look like? And I was like, oh god, sure. I never looked again. <laughs> never looked again. <laughs> And that was a young, fresh. That was a young, fresh one. Uh, that hasn't been damaged yet. <laughs> so I don't want to know now for sure. I'm sure every kid, st- as soon as they get that handhold mirror and no parental supervision, they're checking out the goods down below. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I gotta see. I gotta they're see. going, oh, God. I, oh, God. I hope no one looks at me at this angle. I'm fucking 12. <laughs> And then, and then, you know, people are like, well, no one's ever going to look at your asshole. Like, no one does. No one wants to see. And then cut to now where it's like, fuck, should I, should I go to all this extra, extra private part pressure? Should I go to a spa or something? Have this fixed? I've already, I've already got this smashed trash can dick. Now I got to have like a fucking (laughs) humiliating asshole too. Got to get this bleached. Oh my god! I need white strips. <laughs> oh my! I gotta take I gotta take these crest whites to the fucking whatever the opposite of the dome is. You're at the doctor. What's what seems to be what seems to be the problem here? Oh, get my 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 buttholes off! Fuck! Oh, fucking chafed! It's fucking raw dog city, doc. I gotta get some help. Okay, let's check this out. Oh my God, what have you been doing? You know those crest white strips? <laughs> yeah, I've been put. I've been sticking two, three of those on my stinker every morning, and then afterwards I brush it up with with uh with some of that that twenty dollar toothpaste that's supposed to get it all clear. Why? And it's it's not good. It's really. It looks like a pregnant Wait, baboon Mr. now. Mister <laughs> Mister Burns, let me stop you right there. This hole where your asshole was needs to be. You got like it's, the crest white strips have been uh, have been infected uh, with with the polio vaccine and it's eaten away <laughs> the skin from which what was once your your butthole lips. Uh, no, oh no, Doc! I gotta get my asshole eaten. I got. I can never get that done again. I, I can't live that. We're gonna way. put us. We're gonna. We're gonna extend your taint till it uh, becomes like a little button hook that we hook it to. So it's a little flap that comes down. Your shit's gonna sag your taint all the way down. <laughs> There's gotta some people that like really fucking like that. It's gotta be like really imagine being worried about what your asshole looks like just in case. Like, cause I I, I gotta get it eaten, man. I fucking love that shit. Like. <laughs> gotta get it eaten oh there's all these like there's all these like things you gotta think about if you're like oh my god my girl is gonna fucking lick my butthole (laughs) yeah it's like not i first of all i 
without being too disgusting, I'm glad that I am not currently in that in that market. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, full disclosure, I'm not opposed to if I'm comfortable getting in the driver's seat, but I'm not getting in the back seat. You fucking let me drive, and that's fine. But I'm not. I'm not uh, going through the drive. Uh, you don't need to go through my drive-through. There's no need. Just, to stay just, away from me. You're, you're just 44 years old with your fucking legs by your ear. Some young <laughs> chick pops pops her head up and she goes, "What Seinfeld?" And then goes back to eating your asshole. Just all clen- clenched up. She's got like both hands trying to pry it open. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's locked. Yeah, you never- locked. <laughs> When I was growing up, people used to be like, I like young chicks. Now she's got your legs over her head. She's got a penis. And she's like, uh, what's Dr. Dre? And you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> no, you, my butthole's all dried up from your dumb questions, baby. <laughs> get, get out of here. This, this butthole's closed till you go to the library, <laughs> sweets. I tell you, nothing ruins an adult film like when some chick just starts eating some dude's butt. And I'm like, oh man, I liked you. <laughs> I, used to, I was, hey. I thought you were cute. Now what the fuck's going on? Ah, oh, don't do that to that guy. No, who knows where that guy's been? First of all, you're shitty eating ass, and I regret eating Sour Patch Kids for the past <laughs> week and a half, baby. I put on three pounds from all those, all that sugar I ate, and it's worthless oh. now. All my teeth fell out. Oh man, like, do you think that they got like? Now guys are looking at women being like, oh, man, she got ass-eating lips. <laughs> ass-eating lips. You gotta... She has E-A-L. Got a butt-fuck tongue. Oh, A-E-L. Got to have that. Got to have that other human being's tongue in my butthole. Pronto. I can't. I gotta have that. <laughs> oh man! When I see that girl, I'm like, my butthole's like, lick me. I got, <laughs> I got enough lustful thoughts and cravings that I don't need to be walking around also being like, man, I wish that chick would put her tongue in my where I poop. I need to have it. Yeah, I got like, to. <laughs> oh my god. That- that girl's beautiful, just gorgeous. I can't even look at her. She's so beautiful. I want her mouth where I shit. <laughs> Why'd you guys break up? She wouldn't lick me where I shit, and I don't play that game. <laughs> Fucking sorry, honey, but I, I only date classy women. <laughs> I mean, and I, I'm that's fam- what we're dealing with. I'm not judging if you enjoyed that. I am not judging. I'm not judging. Again, I will join in the party, but it's going to be... A, it's I'm going to be in charge. I'm not... I'm not allowing any uh, services to be preferred. Uh, and, and that's also to say we have fr- friends that um, enjoy having that done to them that uh, I won't extrapolate on. So I, I'm not foreign to this. I'm an educated man. But, uh, yeah. Oh, this is uh, my this personal is asshole my- doesn't need to be tongue fucked. No, no need for that. I can, I, can go, I can die a happy man without that ever happening. People have been talking about this in my circle for in my circle. <laughs> ah yeah in my inner circle for like 15 inner circle oh yeah that's my you got to get into the inner circle that's where the all the nerve endings are oh that's a good one like so you are you close with her like is she in the inner circle (laughs) (laughs) oh my god You're you're sitting there like 
having lunch afterwards like that was the that was a morning thing and you're having lunch and she's just like eating a salad like licking her lips and you're just like i know where that's been i don't know <laughs> i don't know jeez. i mean yeah hey if that's what you like i'm not gonna tell you that you're wrong well, i wish i liked it it'd be like another thing i just feel like it'd be difficult to procure a, a mate that was because of my age I think if I was younger, then that's just what you do. But like, I think at this age, finding a woman, you know, 38, 40, 42 or whatever is in my bracket here is uh, going to be a lot harder. Like it's a woman that's been that was married and like has kids and stuff and has gone her whole life without doing that. It's going to be a tough, a tough pimp to try and get that done to yourself. <laughs> like, look, now, a lot of younger <laughs> women have armpit hair and. So that would mean, I guess, ostensibly, they got like a fur diaper down there. Is that making the situation hmm. any easier um, for 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 you? What uh, the back door being being? I don't know. If they got a if they, if they got uh, a seventies no. 70s, 70s butthole. No, I'm gonna. It, honestly, I think you know the, the sad part of it is uh, how hot is this chick? Is the answer that that would um yeah because <laughs> okay she, okay let's say she's a on a scale of one to ten let's say she's an absolute no higher than a one no i'm not doing that in the first place <laughs> let alone <laughs> okay let's say that she's a like a saginaw michigan one hey, no no i know i mean like I mean, you could talk to te- 2000, 2010 me about it, and then maybe he's got a different answer. But uh, <laughs> boy, sitting here drinking kombucha, kombucha, <laughs> I ain't doing no. Uh, no, I don't need that. Okay, so do the does Saginaw have witches? Um, yeah, there's like a there's a chick at the cocktail bar that I go to who would describe herself as a Wiccan. Yeah, she's very okay. cool. Okay, so this is a I don't know if this exists outside of Silver Lake, but fucking Which I guess a Wiccan's like, a dude, isn't it? Yeah. So. No, no, Wiccan could be either. Oh, okay. Um, there's a lot of witches in LA now. I don't know when this happened, if it was a TikTok thing, a pandemic thing, but women charging crystals to the full moon and mm-hmm. lighting sage to their yeah. ancestors they're, they're, and they're coming for us, man. <laughs> that's it i'm serious that's fucking ganging up that's that's getting a squad together because of people like me and you who make it's not called a squad it's called a coven all right well the coven there's gonna be those covens are being built to take care of fuck faces like me and you who went go on and on about some fake restaurant called asperger's and then how we don't like our butts tongued and stuff like that like they don't that's not it's we're we're done here. I mean, we're the we're if we're the patriarchy, the patriarchy's in trouble. Uh, I am lucky that I am old enough that I can probably ride this uh, off-color comment type thing into the ground for the rest of my life, and and I'll be okay. Um, yeah. yeah. So uh, that's it, though. There's no there, there's not the next round coming. <laughs> I do. It is interesting that I went from knowing zero witches to there's a lot of witches. I'm not sure if that's like I don't know if it's in other towns. I'm assuming that it is. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. 
it's trendy here and we're just weirdos here uh, i mean there's gonna be less of anything here so you're gonna have a bigger also like if you could just be a witch why wouldn't you i mean <laughs> baby jess baby jess considered herself a witch really yeah she was all doing all those crystals and shit yeah remember she haircut haircut yeah, haircut Jess. Yeah, she's kooky, man. Doesn't it make sense that she would be like, "I'm a witch"? <laughs> I mean, she's she's from L.A. Yeah, it makes a hundred percent sense. Yeah, I, we still talk. I talked to her for like an hour the other day. She's she's she was always a witch, or is it new? I don't fucking know, man. She's always something. <laughs> she's always something. It's like very mainstream right. now, right? Uh, but it, she was at least here. Hip. People, she was like ultra high level hip type person. Yeah, people talk about their crystals like people talk about like, yeah, people just do this shit. Like if you give your astrological sign, it's like a whole like that. The Venn diagram, I don't know what it is necessarily of like astrology people and like crystal people, mm -hmm. but it it's like a whole fucking thing. Can I do this? Can I be a witch? Can I be a Wiccan type dude witch? I feel like if you're doing yoga, it's like it's like witch adjacent because it's all Satan. It's exactly what I'm thinking, Brado. I think I gotta yeah. I gotta bring the crystals and shit in too. I'm for this. Like, why would you not? You, I mean, <laughs> it's it's very it's very like Brazilian. Brazilian people like are not exclusive to a religion, so you can be like Catholic and you can be like something else too. Love it. It's like part of the fun. I think, yeah. I think that's the move. I got to go full witch. Hedging your bets. Yeah, I'm for you going full witch. <laughs> I think it's going to improve my golf game. I think all yoga, witch stuff, crystals. I fucking put those power crystals on the fucking in the in the next to my Coors Light in the beer holder. Oh, boy. Oh, man. I'm fucking oh, stroking. Yeah, Fitting bombs, baby. <laughs> now you're gonna have to date a woman or two with Harry Pitts. I'm okay with that. Are you? Yes, I'm okay with that. Okay. If she's attractive and like owns it, I, as long as they're as long as it's a little trimmed, it's not like some crazy shit. Because I got into it with one of the boys the other day, and I was talking about how I wear a yoga a tank top to fucking yoga, and he's like, "Ugh, pits all over." I'm like, "I'm not some fucking." Eight man. I trim my shit down with the clippers, dude. It looks great. I don't got gross ass. Pits like flowing. Another locks. dude was grossed out by your armpit. Yeah, because he's a fucking fatso who's got giant, like down to his rib cage armpit hair and back hair and all this shit. <laughs> oh, so he's talking about himself. Sounds like yeah, dude. Yeah, I ain't you. Well, fucking clean and look nice in the body. <laughs> it's not. It's not a film factory. <laughs> not a bacteria hub. I want to make a shirt that says, I'm not you, dude. I'm clean and look nice in the body. <laughs> in, the, in the in the downstairs area, I'm totally okay with whatever you want to do. I'll put, go on record with that, though, just in general. Full, you know what? And speaking of Brazil, they, they, they like a baby fine hair all over the legs and butt cheeks. I'm okay with that. If you're if you're if it's not like a, just a slovenly laziness thing, that's when it's yeah. like, oh, God, you're just a fucking slob. But if it's a choice, it, then... but it is interesting when you're conditioned to like a level of beauty standard or whatever it is not to get all fucking hippy dippy on you. I can't I don't know how long it would take me to look at an armpit that has hair on it and find it like not repulsive. Mm. 
Yeah, does. because of how I've been conditioned by the patriarchy. By the, by the patriarchy. It's society's fault that Brido doesn't like your armpit hair. It gives him Not zero boners. Not my fault. It's your fault. It gives me no bones. Zero boners in the boner department. So you're nice going to have to shave. Hey, everybody. Yeah. No boners. No, nah, I mean, like, some, like, you're like put together, babe, and you bust the, t- pop the jersey off, and you got like some little, like, soft, delicate armpit hairs. Like, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Man, I'm not there. No, well, that's okay. I mean, you're, you, you have, you got your lunch from home locked down. Like, you don't have to kowtow to any sort of societal changes as far as hairstyle goes in the pits or the bush or butt. So it don't matter. You got, you're riding what you fucking, what you brought it also to the took car me show. A while, it also took me a while to be used to how fucking thick the eyebrows are now. Very thick. I like that. I, I like that very much. It is a wholesale change from what it used to be. <laughs> well, you got, I mean, I have to adapt on a, on a daily basis to what, what the tastes and, and styles are. So also, Okay, so if you say Steve Urkel on stage, nobody will know who that is. But the cut of every dude's pants in Silver Lake is fucking Steve Urkel. Yep. Yes. They got clam diggers. They got um, floodwaters. Mm-hmm. It's it's insane that everybody's wearing Steve Urkel glasses and fucking Steve Urkel pants. I mean, I was to be fair, like fucking. 15 i've been wearing fucking the high water style pop the sneakers and the fucking the socks and angst a little bit I've, I've been doing that these fuckers are johnny come lately they also wear the big pants now or a big pants. yeah there's yeah big pants are back yeah i'm not doing that i wear a slim fit and that's it no skinny no fat just slim fit jeans and i'm sticking with it man i remember this is like when i was growing like in the 90s when I would still see, like late '90s, I would still see like heavy metal dudes. Yeah. Uh huh. And it and I and I was always be like, man, yeah, you are sticking with that. <laughs> I mean, that's your style. That's the difference. Fashion is fleeting. Style is forever. Like, I don't think I, my style won't change. Most of what I wear will not change. Yours will not change. I don't see you all of a sudden starting to wear Brooks Brothers button down shirts or some shit. You'll be wearing baseball hats and silly t-shirts till you're dead i'll wear fucking what i wear white t-shirts and a jacket of some sort and sneakers i used to wear wilder shit but i don't live in a wilder shit type of and so i'm old like I, i'm too old i'm too you can get away with it in, in in never never land there but i'm i'm way too grown in a small okay, community let me ask. to look like a circus performer as my fashion mentor I need to know how you feel about this. So part one, I dressed as Jake Kroger. You know, you know how yes. Jake dresses yes. uh, for stick or treat. And so I wore a, like a fedora and I wore like, like I dressed like Jake. I wore like a, a Western shirt with chains and blah, blah, blah. But the gist was that I in like a handkerchief around my neck. And Paul Danke was the first person, the comedian Paul Danke, to be like, He's like, I don't want to say it, but goddamn, that's a good look for you. See, that's the thing. Like, and so like the so now, so here's part two before you answer. Wife started making hats. 
Oh, fun. So she started a, a woman she'd been wanting to for a while, but she saw like online um Cree Summer makes hats mm-hmm. and they are like dope, like uh different from different world. Yeah. And oh man, uh, big crush on Cree Summer from Different World with those freckles yeah. and that red hair. Oh yeah. so she's makes really cool hats that she sells for like a mint and wife was wife like loves that look and shit for herself and and like learned from a video she's like i think i could make these so now in downstairs she's making hats Love it. if she made one for if she made one for me like a like a camel colored fucking i don't know like a, a fedora would i be able to do that yeah fucking do it but not you don't want and it's not like a fedora it's more of a i know what you're i know the hat that she's probably making and yeah you fucking do it i was like one time kyle was kyle was uh Canadian was he, he had gotten an earring and he was got some dumb tattoo and i, and I was chit-chatting with him and he he goes yeah man i'm getting old it's time to get weird not give a fuck <laughs> you know and i still think about that yeah you want to wear a hat like that fucking like for Halloween, I wore a duster and a cowboy hat and like a little fucking sheriff's tie and shit. I looked, and I was like, this is a fucking good look for me. I look fucking incredible. Like, why don't I wear this all the time when I start being cowboy? No, I, I believe that you posted an outside photo <laughs> yeah, in yeah. Front of, with that, all that on. And I got to be honest, it looked great. <laughs> right. <laughs> but but like, I don't do it because I'm self-conscious. Why am I holding myself back from greatness? Because I think because I think that you can picture every shitty dumb friend you have being like, oh fucking cowboy hat. What are you trying to <laughs> get pussy and eat ass? Uh, <laughs> I am also a, a a pretty big character in most places I walk into, and I don't I don't need to ramp up the costume. I'm already loud, opinionated type person in the right setting, so. Don't really need to add on a clown outfit. All right, all right. We've we got a wrap. Let's wrap with uh. Well, I got to finish up my power tube. Uh, I watched Oppenheimer finally last night. Yeah. Put it off. It was one of those never horny for it. I was like, ah, three hours and like, is this depressing? Really liked it. It's a little bit um. Little bit of a downer, a little bit of a gave me some weird ass dreams and shit because it's really fucking. Yeah. But it was great. I, I I just wanted to lock into something, and so I enjoyed that. Uh, I watched that Strays movie, that the dogs talk on on Amazon. Really, I was shocked at how funny it was. There's a lot of really like blue. It's nonstop blue humor. That's fun. Um and uh Tokyo Vice, which I stopped watching after four episodes, season one. I was like, all right, let's give this another whirl. Maybe you weren't in the mood. And I got super into Tokyo Vice, and now it's just it's HBO, so I gotta wait. I was like, I I I might be caught up. I think I there's still some more episodes to come out, but I forget. You're watching an HBO show, you gotta wait. Yeah, there's new curb. New curb is yeah. fun. Oh, R.I.P. Yeah, Richard Lewis. 
Richard Lewis. R.I.P. Richard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Back when you could just way, talk I, about what a piece of shit you are in your entire set, and that was yeah. it. And everyone was like, "Yeah, it's awesome. I love how you hate yourself." <laughs> I watched all of the nominated for Oscars movies um, because I did an episode of my show with uh, Joel and Tony, who listened to this show. Uh, hi, boys. Hey, boys. Um, we. We watched all of the nominated movies, and I gotta say, the two best movies were not Oppenheimer and uh, whatever the Scorsese one, Killers of the Flower Moon. Haven't watched. It. I thought, I think American Fiction you would especially enjoy. It is. It is number one on my list of what to watch next time I like go to a movie or when it pops up and it's rentable. But the thing is, is it's it's. It's one, two, three, four, five, five blocks away at like the one screen theater right now where tickets are okay. like five bucks. You get a popcorn and a pop for like five bucks. Yeah. It's only at seven o'clock. So I went and saw Iron Claw there and I was like, why don't I go Ooh. to this, this fucking immaculate theater that costs Is nothing? Is Iron Claw good? It's great. Yeah, it's super great. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Must watch for you. It's, it's okay. very, very good. It's on, that's on my list. But American fiction and, the, we did a tournament style bracket of like the top movies. And the thing that won was Anatomy of a Fall. All right. Don't know what that is, but I'll write it down. Okay. It's a French movie. It's in, it's some of it is in French and some of it is in English. I can deal with that. Uh, it's an incredible fucking movie. And my, not to do spoilers, but my power tune, what a power tune? What is it called? Power groove? Power what grooves, I believe. Uh, power is grooves. From, is from that movie. There's a, there's a very powerful, crazy scene in it um, that, I'll, I'll talk about it later, but, or I, I guess it makes sense to talk about it now, but. Don't so spoil. My power t- Don't spoil. <laughs> You don't spoil you it. I ain't never watched that fucking movie. So the big thing that happens at the beginning of the movie all happens when the husband who's fighting with his wife cranks music really loud to be like to ruin this thing that she's doing. Mm-hmm. And the song that he does is a steel drum version, all instrumental version of PIMP by 50 Cent. Oh, uh, yeah. I can see that that would work because it's already in there. It's just all steel drums. So it's by, it's, I think it's by like Bacow Rhythm or something like that. And it's just it. PIMP. It's so fucking good. And, when, and it's like, I'm getting goosebumps thinking of the scene in the movie. But so basically what happens is it's not really a spoiler. It's in the trailer. Her husband dies. He falls from the top of the house and he hits his head on like the shed and he falls and they have a blind son and it's basically like it's a whodunit and they go to court and it's like this true crime thing and it's fucking there's no stars in it it's foreign it's you don't know you don't really know what's going on you you'll watch the court scenes and you'll be like what is the what are the rules here of this court because it's french it's incredible so that one uh, anatomy of a fall and uh, American fiction, I there are boring parts of Anatomy of a Fall, yeah. but the parts that are, are 
The parts that'll grip you are fucking incredible. Well, I, I've been very into crime thrillers lately, so this is... This oh, is, then that's the this one. Is, this yes. is what I'm currently watching. I'm watching a lot of crime thriller series. Uh, like a Lincoln lawyer, loved it. Just like crime, courtroom... Oh, this is... This Tokyo is right Vice, I love all... I, I'm very... That's my happy place right now. Find the trailer for Anatomy of a Fall, and, like, wife was like... I don't really want to read it. Like then we watch the trailer and she's like, okay, I'll watch that. Yeah, I keep the, the captions on all the time. Cause there's especially like Oppenheimer had bad audio. I felt like it was hard to hear a lot of it. And I'd had my TV just fucking cranked. And I, I always have the captions on it just makes it easier. Maybe I'm just old and going deep. It's very possible. Apple keeps telling me that I, I think have my I mean, headphones that's, too loud. And I'm like, fuck you. Young people like uh, that also. So along with eating ass, they like uh, captions. <laughs> Let's do some power grooves. Oh, yeah. You just you brought that up. You said power grooves. Yeah, yeah. My song of the week is Power Circle. It uh, features Rick Ross, Gunplay, Kendrick Lamar, Meek Mill, a couple Wale, maybe a couple other stragglers. But it's just a good old fashioned stringed rick ross production i forget what it is it's, it's off of uh, another one yeah no that's well, that's, not, that's that's not him that's that's, that's, <laughs> that's uh, dj Khaled. that's dj Khaled. yeah yeah but, as soon as i said it i knew it was wrong that's my that's my uh get me get me going for those 15 minutes on the treadmill before it's before it's timed get i like jacked. i like this I like this new yoga version of you. This is. Uh... <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how hard uh, if I can contain, keep this contained, and uh, try and grow better, more as a person, and put more effort Man, into me. Next, next time I talk to you, you're gonna be like, Brado, I finally sucked my own dick." <laughs> I was looking oh, at some. Oh my <laughs> god! Before we go, I have. God damn it! I was laughing my ass off. In bed, I was high, and Victoria kept going, "That's not funny. You're just high." I was like, in my head, I thought it was hilarious if everybody stopped saying Netflix and chill, and the euphemism for sex was, "Let's go make your bed stink," and I was like crying, laughing. I was like, like crying, <laughs> like scream, laughing. <laughs> I was like, no, like it. there's no. there's like a there's like a, a newscaster. They do like breaking news. No one says Netflix and chill anymore. Everybody's saying, let's make your bed stink. That's and I, then I would stage then I worthy. Cry. If you've done it on stage, it's great. I did it once and they looked at me like, what? I like it. it I think you just I'm it's such a cliche to blah, 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 blah. Say Netflix and chill. Everyone knows what it means. Just cut to the chase. Here's what I say. Let's go make your bed stink. Or I say, this is what I say to my wife. Hey, when you get home from work, can we make our bed stink? <laughs> you can make a. You could do a couple other ones for a run. God yeah, this is great. damn, that was such a that was such a thing that I, you and I would have said to each other like ten years ago. So that was I. I can't believe I forgot. Hey, how was that how was that date last night? I got in the inner circle and made that bed stink. Man, looking for the weekend, you guys. Got football on TV. My girlfriend, she's sleazy. Favorite kind of beer is free. I'm just making power moves. Sipping some natty lights. Late nights and bar frights. Rocking the Winston lights. Just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves. Just to a Detroit groove. All American dudes. Just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves.
to some American dudes. I'm making power moves. I'm making power 